This is a message to all my supporters of this podcast. I'm introducing a new supporters program. You can contribute a small amount as a one-off payment to show your love for this podcast. Thank you in advance for all your contributions. This is the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast. This is created and hosted by Mark Hayward. I'm a corporate employee with an entrepreneurial mindset. This podcast will help and support you with new ideas about business. These are my thoughts, ideas and comments. Today we're speaking about mental health as it's been Mental Health uh, Charity Week this last week in the UK. Hi everyone, this is Mark Hayward. This is the Absolute Business Mindset Podcast. I just thought I would speak to you today about mental health. Um, Probably should have done this the week before, um, but this is regarding Mental Health Charity Week, which has been happening in the UK this week. Um, And I wanted to touch, uh, touch base with a few of these different ideas about mental health and how that might affect you and what you can do to try and... Uh, mitigate to stop it from happening to you it's it's one of those things that what do they say one in four now are affected by it so it's a major major issue for a lot of people in in the uk and globally so i i think it's worth just taking stock and having to think about some of the things i say today and hopefully it will give you some tools and techniques on how you can mitigate it to stop it from happening to you so the first thing I'm going to talk about is is about the office hours. So I have spent a lot of time in the office. Um, you do, and, and this is in the corporate environment. This is because it's down to perception. But you do need to spend some time in the in the office. Um, you need to be perceived to be working hard to be delivering and this is the reason why a lot of people spend a lot of hours in the office is because they need to deliver a project as you're younger as you're uh, in your early part of your career you're wanting to deliver and you're wanting to um, deliver a, a lot so um, so often people at a younger age and an older age, uh, it's not exclusively for for the juniors, but uh, they spend a lot of time in the office because they need to deliver something. So the long hours in a career, in the early stages of the career, is uh, basically one reason is because you're trying to learn a lot of stuff. So you have to be able to deliver, and, and that's being able to pick up things from studying, from um from learning on the job, from speaking to colleagues. Uh, some colleagues might be better in the morning, some might be better in the evening, some might be better to have lunch with. There's lots of different ways of being able to get knowledge and build up this knowledge in um, in, in learning and, and, and at an early stage. And all the way through your career, you're always learning, really, in my opinion. Or you should be. Uh, the people that stop learning are the ones that, for me, are in problems because they're not looking to expand, not looking to do, to, to, to expand their knowledge and, and get better at their job. So, so I would say um, one reason why you need to spend a lot of time in the hours is to learn. Second other thing is that often in a lot of cases you don't have that many other responsibilities. Um, when you get to my age, you have responsibilities like family and um, children, and um, it, it, it can be a tricky balance. <coughs> Excuse me, sorry about that. Uh, no editing. Uh, I like to keep it raw. 
Um, and, and, and I think also spending a lot of hours in the office actually shows commitment to your role. Um, so, um, it, 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 whether it's the company that you're committed to or the, the job or the career or, or the, the, the learning that you're doing, it does show a, a, a level of responsibility, a, revel, a level of um, commitment, and I think that is that is important. The other thing is making a few sacrifices for your job, for your career, actually is very well perceived in management. Um, a football match that you miss or a cricket match that you miss because you need to deliver something for work always does a a good turn in in the sort of boss's mindset that you're committed to the role and the other thing you got to think about like why you spend lots of hours in the in the office is because you need to create a good impression you, the time in the office shows people's abilities and, and responsibilities so um it's important that you do spend time in the office and and i am the first person who 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 dispels the myth that it, it's easy to get to where you want to be. You do have to put the hours in, you do have to sacrifice, you do have to work hard. If you don't want to do any of those things, then you're probably wrong to be in the career or the career that you're doing because you're not committed to it, you don't have the passion for it. You don't want to be there delivering for your clients, for your colleagues. You need to create the impression and you need to believe that you, you want to be there and you want to deliver. So so that's not necessarily a mental health sort of pep talk. Uh, but the next bit is is probably if, if, if you're on the level of that you are working a lot, you are learning a lot, you have great responsibilities, you're making sacrifices, uh, you're making a good impression, but, but you can learn towards burnout. And I think this is one of the major issues that people have in corporate jobs is that they get burnout. Now, I have put in place a few different ways of being able to stop burnout. Now, um, one thing is to not look at your phone an hour before you go to bed. Uh, easier said than done it's always tempting to to just have a quick look at the emails just have a look at your calendar a calendar is actually a good one to actually look at like you can plan your next day but essentially you don't want to be answering emails in the last hour of your day um equally you don't want to be answering emails in the first hour of your day both are very good for your mindset for your mental capacity and your mindset of being able to get ready for the day so i would say that if you are prone to looking at your email just before you go to bed that is less you're going to be less successful on being able to get to sleep easily calmly restfully um and that leads me on to the point of sleep. And we're going we're to cover sleep as a separate point. But I think it is more, it's more important than most people think. And um, if you listen to all of the influencers from Gary Vaynerchuk to uh, Arnold, I've heard a great one with Arnold Schwarzenegger. He's like, well, you sleep eight hours a day. They give you 16 hours to do everything else. That's plenty. It's actually a really good point. So uh, I am completely committed to sleep and getting enough sleep to be successful. Now we'll cover that in the next point. Um, 
Now, you do need an enjoyment, and I know I've said just now that you need to be committed to your role, to your career, and, and you need to give up and sacrifice. But equally, it is important to have something outside of your career, whether it's a hobby, like podcasting, whether it's socialising with friends or family, whether it's playing a sport, um, whether it's uh, having some other sort of hobby that you might uh, be interested in. Something that's yours is important. Something that makes, I think, is also important to be something unique. Uh, it might be a Pokemon obsession. Uh, it might be a cricket obsession. Um, it might be podcasting. But it is important to have something outside that builds up skills, other types of skills. Because if you're learning a particular, as like a lot of people that I work with are training to be accountants or tax professionals, and they spend a lot of time reading and absorbing information about tax and about accountancy. But if you did a uh, Toastmasters sort of career development on public speaking, uh, which has always been something that I'd like to do, have never got enough time to do it, but always would love to do it, that would give you skill sets of being able to absorb information, present in front of people, uh, feeling confident speaking in front of people. So there's lots of um, there's lots of things that you could do uh, to build different types of skill sets than your career and i think that's incredibly important so important for mental health um often um often neglected because people um do their job do their career and socialize and that's it so i would say for your mental health try and get a get a hobby is hobbies are, can be a cliched word but try and get something an interest a side hustle a hobby whatever you want to call it and the other thing is, I think you need to try, at least, to be happy. Um, happier employees make better employees. So if that is a hobby, if that is a sport, whether that's um, meditation, whether that's a, a pastime, checking out the the the. the RSPB, the, the, the birds in, in, in your local reservoir, um, uh, marshlands or something like that. It can be anything as random as you like. Uh, someone I know, bell ringing, they enjoyed. Just, there's so many, there's a myriad of different ideas and, and, and hobbies that you can do. So, and, and they make people happy and you need to be happy in your job, in your career, and you need to be happy for your own mental health. So, try and make yourself happy. Um, the thing about burnout is it can lead to depression. So if you're working too hard, if you're looking at your phone at 10, 11 o'clock at night, if you get no break time, you get no downtime and, and downtime can be TV. Um, it can be, um, but I would say there's probably better ways of getting more out of your downtime than TV or Netflix or Amazon prime, whatever it is. Um, and so TVs are sort of, it can release and give you time out. Um, but equally, it's not always the most relaxing um, that you could do. And I think you do need to think about stopping depression, trying to trying to prevent those negative thoughts. Um, and we're going to talk about a little bit later on about how to remove negative thoughts. But depression is something that um, should be considered as a something to be avoided definitely 
And I also think, so friends and family are important. So socialising is one thing, but having people that are very close to you, you can share things with, you can be in the moment with, you don't have to necessarily worry about what you're going to say or how it's going to be perceived um, is incredibly important. So uh, finding time with friends and families, I think is important to be able to stop you burning out. So try and find that time, try and find that that space uh, that you can be with friends and family. So next point I want to talk about is sleep. So touched on it just a few minutes ago. I am of the opinion that sleep is the most underrated thing yet anyone uh, has in their power. Now lots of these things you can have in your power, some things are not in your power, but sleep is something that you can you can create space for. I now believe, and I didn't believe this at 21, but I now believe that sleep is critical to anyone's success. You need to get between seven and eight hours a day. Some people might do six. Some people might do five. I think you're pushing it on five, but they might do five. Some people need nine or ten. I think you need to work out what is a reasonable. Now, they say eight hours is what you should be aiming for. And I've got a Fitbit. Um, whoever's got these, uh, I'll show you on, on YouTube, these Fitbit things. Um, and that monitors my sleep. Um, and it gives me an idea on how many hours I've had and, and, and how I can, uh, play the day with knowing that I've only had six because my kid was up or something like that. So, so eight is your best set. That's what you should be aiming for. Now, that actually can be disrupted by not sleeping in the evening. If you're sleeping at night, you might have insomnia. You might have stress. Uh, you might have um, um, an, a, you, that you that you need to be up. Um, but I I really do think if you if you put a time to go to bed on a regular basis, I think that really, really helps. So um, for me, it's been 10 and 10, 30. If I'm being good, it'll be 10. If it's not good, it's towards 10, 30, uh, which gives me usually seven hours. I would like that extra half an hour to give me eight hours. I know it doesn't quite work out, but I get seven and a half hours a day usually. Uh, but eight is obviously your aim. Now, sleep also reduces stress because it gives you time to re- repair and, and 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 get better after a long day. So, um, if you if you burn the candle in the evening because you have a US client or something like that then I would suggest maybe not rushing into work giving yourself a bit of time to to get going in the morning. Equally, if you're an early bird, then you, because of uh, Asia or, or, or India or something like that, that that's, that's important to your client base, then I would say um, sleep helps helps reduce those stress levels so much. So I really, really would promote um, stress levels are, are expected. Anyone that doesn't expect to be stressed with your job or career or business, you're delusional. You should be looking to be able to manage your stressful periods. Now, sometimes they're a day, sometimes they're a week, sometimes they're a month. Uh, but if you get good sleep in between those periods of, of, of high intensity work, there's definitely a better way of being able to respond when those stressful periods arrive. 
Now, there is evidence also that stress and better mood is created by having sleep. So uh, you are actually in a better mood if you regularly sleep. Um, and we talked about this happiness a little bit earlier on. I think a happy employee, a happy person, a happy business person is someone that is a better employee business owner. So so I would say that. Uh, also, there is evidence that if you sleep well, you're more likely to exercise um, and that uh, exercise or meditate. Um, and that is definitely a mood enhancer. I would say both are incredibly important for people's mental health. Um, often underutilized, underappreciated, but I think um, equally um, exercise is, is, is so critical uh, or meditation is so critical. Um, you eat better as well that's there's evidence to say that if you sleep on a regular basis with good number of hours you eat healthier because i i don't know surely you you've experienced this you've you've worked late you come home and just ordering a pizza or getting a pizza from the supermarket chucking it in the oven um maybe like ordering something in is so easy because you're tired you're exhausted you're mentally frazzled the last thing you want to do is then go and cook a three-course meal pizza on the end of the line is is far too easy um so it does show that um eating is related to your stress levels and the level of sleep that you get so um the healthier you are the better you'll eat and the less stress you'll have um and the less likelihood of burnout as well so um and i must admit i i have seen a remarkable difference in my performance and and personality and happiness when i got those seven eight hours a day uh sleeping um I used to burn the candle at both ends, and and and, and to be honest, you you pick it up eventually. It, it eventually makes a an issue that becomes too large to be able to just palm away. So so don't don't cut short on your sleep. Um, uh, as in, as I said, like seven eight hours is is is, is plenty is, is good enough. Let's say normally not plenty. Um, so I just wanted to say also that my next point is regarding mental health. It's not discriminative. It doesn't prefer mental health issues, whether that is anything from depression to anxiety to schizophrenia to bipolar, whatever it is. It is not discriminative about anyone. It doesn't matter where you come from. You can be rich, poor, um, Asian, black, white, yellow, whatever. It doesn't matter. It doesn't bother thinking about where you come from. It's not a a rich person or a poor person's um, issue. So um, it can happen to anyone. So as I said at the start, one in four are going to be infected affected in their lives with mental health issues. So I think everyone should be aware of it. Everyone should be aware of their trigger points. Now, trigger points might be um, a stressful period. It might be lack of sleep. It might be family involvement or lack of family involvement. There are so many different myriads, different different ways that this can affect you. But it does not care what you are, what you do. It can affect anyone. A high-flying lawyer, a hugely successful businessman can be hit with depression. And that is just the fact of it. And you just have to be aware that this thing could happen to you. So on that about mental health, I think you do always need someone to talk to. 
Um, now I'm just going to say like, so there's exercises, meditation or talking equally, all three are important for your development and for your mental health. Um, I've covered a lot on, on exercise and meditation on various things that I've done previously. So I'm not going to dwell on that, but equally exercise gives you a better mental health and meditation sort of clears the mind a little bit, but something that we don't talk a lot about is the third point, which is talking to someone. Now that someone might be a sibling, it might be a mum or dad, it might be a girlfriend, partner, wife, it could be your boss, it could be a colleague, but you do need to be able to find a space where you can talk some of these things out. It could be a, it could be a therapist. There are lots of different options for you, but I would say there is, you do need to have space where someone is available for you, just you, to talk to. Now, you can work out who that right person is, and I'm not going to dictate, but I've given you a few examples, a few a few suggestions on who that person could be. But you do need to find someone that you can talk to. And talking to means talking about your feelings, talking about your emotions, talking about your decisions, uh, talking about why something's happened. Um, and it just, I think generally people are better off uh, the generation before, well, two before us. So, so my grandparents generation just never talked about anything. And I think, I think we, we're moving towards the place where people are more willing to open up and, and chat and talk about their feelings, emotions, drivers, decisions. I think it's critically important that you find someone that is that right person that you can share your feelings with, your emotions with. So definitely do that. Definitely check that out. I think that's important for everyone. And I just have my last point, which is not massively um, unique but equally should be said on a regular basis. So life is not is, is a marathon, it's not a sprint. And you've probably heard that from loads of people, and I get it, but I get it, but maybe you don't. And so this short-term burnout where you're just working, 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 working for three months, six months, nine months, 12 months, 18 months, just hardcore you then forget that actually most people's career span 40, 45, perhaps 50 years. So there's plenty of time, whatever state you're in, whatever mental health issues you're facing at the moment, whatever levels of stress levels that you're facing, life is a marathon. There's plenty of time. You need to be patient. You need to push. You need to hustle. You need to drive. But equally, you need to remember that it's a marathon and you need to work hard consistently over a period for you to really be successful. Right. That's the end of the podcast. My name's Mark Hayward. You can check me out on Twitter, on Instagram. Obviously, got my podcast on uh, all the usual places like iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, you got myself on YouTube, which you can check out on this. Um, there's the Patreon account, which I'm trying to get unique, um, unusual, and uh, rare footage for you on there. So I'd love you to join me on Patreon. That would be fantastic. Um, that's where I am. Um, if anyone has any feedback, I'd love you to message me um, either through feedback on iTunes or wherever, or or equally you can uh, DM me 
on um on social media uh but thank you very much one thing i'll ask you to do if you've enjoyed this can you please tell a friend a family member or a colleague i'd love you to spread the message let's get this out as far as we can get there's some important things being said on this podcast hopefully we're going to have a couple of new interviews in the next couple of weeks so you can check those out Um, there's going to be a a mixture going forward between the solo uh conversation well solo monologues that i've got here and with some interviews as well so hope you enjoy it i'd love to get some feedback and i'll speak to you soon thank you very much